bit. How are you? Good morning. Talking about um, negative gearing. Negative gearing. Don't fear it. Probably one of the most important things in life, and it's not taught. <laughs> don't fear negative gear. Um, and and you know what? A lot of uh, people have to understand that anyone who is someone in terms of business and investment runs the negative gearing with property or properties. It is one of the greatest tax incentives that our government offers. And the reason why our government offers it is because they want to encourage housing. They want to encourage having investment pro uh, properties, which helps tenants. It, it brings investment properties in Australia, bring affordability to people. So people often think in um, investment properties in Australia are feeding the landlords, which are fat cats. Mm. But what it's also doing is feeding the entire uh, real estate property market to be affordable. So when immigrants come from overseas, they actually have somewhere reasonably cheap or reasonable um, to rent rather than it's just too expensive. I just won't move to Sydney. I just won't move to Melbourne. So let's, negative let's say, gearing is critical. So let's, um, in a nutshell, negative. What's gearing is basically the debt on a property is another term for debt gearing, and negative gearing is when you look at your income for that property that asset uh, brings in, which is generally yep. rent versus yep. your total outgoings. Now, outgoings are council rates, strata, agent fees, um, insurance. Now, when a property, when you minus um, the uh, income, when you minus the uh, expenses from the income, it's a negative. That's negative gearing. Some properties are positive. So, in a nutshell, good morning, Jeff, Todd, Lisa, Kramer, Margaret. Todd loves negative gearing. If you don't reduce. Uh, yeah. Todd loves negative gearing. He's got to do, do more of it. Um, yeah. Look, it's, it's a great position of owing money um, for, accom for accommodation in Australia. You are rewarded for it. If you are rewarded tax-wise for owing money in Australia if you own, if you're owing money on a property. That's effectively what negative gearing is. But what people uh, have to forget is there's two forms of benefits when you when you own a property, an investment property. Capital, which is the big ticket item, the value of the property, and cash flow, which is yeah. your, your basically runnings of the property, your year in, year out, I'm up or I'm down on owning the property. So we never can really spend the we never can really spend the capital. The value of the property savings, is lost. isn't it? That's the powerful thing about it. It's just for savings. It, yeah. it almost doesn't feel real until it's there. It's You can't really screw it up. So as long as you don't... Yeah, well, you know what? And it's so it's so arduous. It's so big and it's so lumpy. Um, yeah. It's not... And you can't trim. You can't take 10% of the value and go and spend it on a plasma television on a holiday. Yeah. Um, it's, so, it's so lumpy that it just sits there forever. So that's the capital... That's the value of the property. You see, shares are different because you can you can dilute ten percent. You can sell ten percent of your shares. Yep. You can sell twenty percent of your shares, and I can do that in a minute. I can go online yep. and sell that and many it does shares. And the big exit costs as well, and right. the time frame. So, so 
property is great, so, but we're not talking about capital today, but I just wanted to explain the difference. We're, that's the value of the property. We're not Correct. talking about the value of the property. What we're talking about today is what most people know as cash flow, cash flow. So cash flow is money in, money out over the course of the year. So like you said, well, Michael, after you've paid your outs for the investment property and you've calculated your ins for the investment property, if you are out of pocket at all, the government will give you money back on yep. your tax. And, and allow us to explain that a little bit more. Um, again, give us, I know give I'm, us I know an I'm example, ready. Mark. We've got a, a, a two-bedroom unit. The income's five hundred dollars a week. Uh, let's yep. just say twenty-five grand a year. Use round numbers. Okay. So, okay. So, so it's DY. Uh, it's Northern Beaches. And let's just, we're always talking DY. Let's talk Randwick. Um, okay. It's Randwick, and it's uh, it's a uh, million dollars for a two-bedroom unit. Um, now that million dollars, I've got a debt of eight hundred thousand on my unit in Randwick. Um, that unit in Randwick uh, with a debt of eight hundred thousand has a has a a four percent interest rate I have to pay every year. Yep. Four times eight is that's thirty six thousand dollars a year. Thirty six thousand dollars a year I have to pay back to the bank. I have Strata, which is a thousand, so that's forty thousand a year. Uh, after I pay my strata, my council is a thousand. That's forty-one thousand a year. I have to pay every bloody year for my Randwick unit, as an example. Okay. Now, what happens then is um, the, I ha, I ha, that's my outs. That's what I'm spending to keep that investment. Now, my ins are what? Rental income. So you got a tenant in place. And yep. they may play seven hundred dollars a week. We'll just say thirty thousand a year. Okay. About a three percent return on the value, which is probably where a rental rate is. So thirty okay. grand. Okay. So my ins are thirty. My outs are eleven uh, forty-one. My ins are thirty because it's rent. My outs are forty-one, which is Strata Water Council, and and the bank. And what does okay. that mean? Drum roll. So that that means drum roll. I've got to pay bloody eleven thousand dollars year in year out to keep that puppy. I hope like hell it's going to go up in value. For well, why would you buy a property if you're going to lose eleven thousand? Because it's oh, thank you for that question. Because <laughs> I hope like because I hope like hell it's going to go from one to one point one. I hope it's going to go from one point one to one point two. Heck. Over 10 years, I hope it's going to go from 1 million to 2 million. And it's cost me per year net 11,000. Okay. So that's now, why people do it. Otherwise, okay. Yeah. Now, over to you. What now that I've got that 11,000 owing that year, yep. uh, that is called negative cash flow. That yep. is called, you can, you, the government calls it negative gearing. What yes. can I do with negative gearing? Okay, so now you can go to your accountant and let's just say your income was 150000 for the year, just like when you do your tax return where you may have uniform, your phone bill. Basically, you've got all these deductions to bring your cash, um, your income down because that's the rate that you're going to be charged on. So, if okay. you've got an so investment... everyone's got a different tax rate that they pay. So at the, end of the, at the end of the year, 
your accountant's going to say you're you have to, you had to pay 30 cents 45 cents whatever your tax rates are yeah the accountant's going to say hey uh, you've earned this much you're going to pay this much you've got to pay this much percentage in tax or you have paid this yep. much percentage in tax and and they do your bracket on the total after deduction so let's just say the there's a hundred thousand dollars Say if you earn 101, it goes up to 50 cents on the dollar. And if you're under 100, it's 25. I know they're the wrong numbers. I'm, exa I'm exaggerating it to make it clear. Um, yep. Let's just say that on your group certificate, it was 101, but then with oh, 109,000, but then you've got $11,000 of property deductions, which then brings you back down to not, uh, 98. And then you get a lower tax rate. You're getting taxed less on your, your income as well. And that's why people do it. Okay. So in dummy maths, dummy, dummy math, this is, this is not, you're more accurate in the way you've said it. I'll say more inaccurately, but more in a simple way. So you, you, you put your hand up and said, hey, it just cost me 11 grand this year to have this bloody Randwick unit. Yeah. Yep. What's, uh, if you paid 30 cents in a dollar tax, our friends in government will give you 30 percent back of that eleven thousand. Our friends in government will give you back thirty percent of the eleven thousand. Mm. Thirty thirty cents in every dollar. So you will get a fat 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 check back for three thousand one hundred or three thousand three hundred whatever the pro whatever it is, three thousand three hundred dollars. You'll get a check back. So you've got you. So every month you've paid for this bloody unit in Randwick, silly mortgage, a thousand odd bucks you're paying every month, eight nine hundred bucks every month, and at the end of the year, forced savings. At the end of the year, you've done your return, you get a check back. Your check comes back for three thousand three hundred out of nowhere. Yeah. So you go, you know what? Thanks for that check. That's bloody awesome. Because I would have given that money to. Tax-wise, I would have given that money to the government anyway. Yeah. That is negative gearing. Now, on the flip side, um, positive. Oh. Cool. Okay, you can do this one. Yeah. Let's do it on. Let's do it on the Randwick unit. The rent's more now. Yeah. So let's go with the same outgoings. Let's say you bought a commercial property, which is generally a lot of positive. Um, I always advise it's really good to have a couple of the residential growing and capital growth um, prior. They're, they're a great foundation because when you get the positive where it's, it's phenomenal where your outgoings, let's use the example of the outgoings are still 41,000, but the income may be $70,000 a year. So you're getting a positive, um, which is on a million dollars is a 7% return. So that's pretty much on the money. So you're going to be positive $30,000 a year. So, um, but there may, there's generally a little less capital growth. There is no right or wrong strategy or right or wrong property. It all depends on your property portfolio, um, your income, serviceability, and your current structure as well. Um, so there's no, there's no right or wrong. Um, I find a lot of our key landlords have a combination of both, but get your own advice and structure it either way. So, the great thing about uh, a property that's positively geared, and we've mentioned it many times on this talk, in a, in a market where there's probably going to be a little bit less capital growth, it's probably imperative to find something that's pretty close to positive, if not positive, 
to get through the next few years. Um, and commercial property is a great option. It's not just a plug because I'm an agent. <laughs> that was a massive plug for commercial, dude. We were, we were just talking about, I just, I, fi- I finished off saying, let's use the same Randwick example with for positive gearing. And then you, just, you took the next three minutes just to plug commercial properties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're not meant to be, we're not meant to be selling. Oh, you know, it's like if you want to sell property, just put a post up of a commercial property. We're educating people here, man. Educating, educating. <laughs> um, so your property's up $29,000 a year. But yeah. instead of waiting till tax time to get that benefit of your property, you're getting yes. it each week in rent uh, and above the outgoing. So if you break down your outgoings on $40,800, but your income's 75, so you get about $1,500. So you're almost getting an extra $700. But as Mark said earlier, um, when you've got cash in hand, I think we can all agree it's a very easy to spend it. So you may get to have this property for a couple of years and go, you look at, and it may not have the capital growth. You go, well, what's the point of owning it? It's made me no money because you've spent that extra cash each week. Um, but it can increase your serviceability and bumps up your income as well, which can really increase your borrowing power. But it, also, <clears throat> it also has the effect that unlike negative gearing, where it lowers your tax and lowers your income, a positively geared property will increase it. So you you may have to be prepared that you will have to pay money to the government. So Mark, I've lost your face on Insta. Um, so it does have, there are phenomenal pros and cons to both examples, but I think in a, there is, I think anyone going for a loan at the moment, they can agree serviceability, the banks are, they're wanting to see that income. So instead Look, of- I don't, I, I, I don't mind, I think everyone, um, we'll say, I was saying last night with Tom Panos on, on the interview that we did. Um, I think if you're trying to work out the market, the horse to buck is one property per, one property owner purchases. So they don't have two properties or three properties. I, mm. I still firmly believe if you're going for a loan, and I know you've done this recently, Michael, if you're going for a loan and you're, it's your only property, uh, I think you're okay. Uh, but it's when it's the second and third property, which is a lot of advanced uh, and particularly advanced uh, investors. Yeah. You really get hit hard. So yeah, I think you're okay. If you're a one property owner. Uh, Rob Brady. Welcome Michael Edwards. Don't forget they'll uh, sting you for capital gains. Once you sell. So what's that? So that was a negative gear. Yeah. So, but yeah, then residential, can... but like residential, you live in it, what is it, six months, and then you got capital gains free for six, seven years. And this is really appealing to those first, um, the buyers with one or two properties. Um, you just never sell, Michael, just keep accumulating. Yeah, I, and I, look, I think, I think our, our friends in government, um, they're helping you on the cash flow, um, but they want to share in the, um, the, 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 the capital profits that you make out of the end. Even with that, they're going to give half, half. They're going to give give you a free threshold at the end, um, half free, and you're going to pay tax on half. But look, guys, there's nowhere, there's nowhere in Australia where you can make money and not pay tax uh, yes. legally. Um, so that that's 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 a byproduct. But just to go back to 101 positive gearing, because um, I think we, I did the ba- the the baby example on 
negative gearing, but the positive gearing, say that same Randwick property for a million that's renting for um, 700 a week. Um, if you change that cash flow position where instead it's bringing in more money than what you're paying out. Um, so in that negative gearing example, if you remember the beginning of our chat, <clears throat> it was the unit was bringing in was well, you were paying out forty one grand, which was interest, uh, Strata Water Council, yep. and you were bringing in uh, thirty grand, which was seven hundred a week, uh, thirty five grand actually. Um, but let's just say thirty. As soon as you start bringing in more money than what you're paying out. You are positively geared. You are yep. cash flow positive. You're making money. What happens when you make money? You get taxed on it. Yeah, I want a piece of it. So, guys, if you ever hear that reference from people, negative gearing, you now know what they're talking about. And if you ever hear that reference from people saying positively gearing, you now know what they're talking about. So we, we're, we're taking a one-year snapshot of the, of, the, the, of the investor's cash flow on that property we're saying if you're cash up, um, it's it's at the end of the year, it, you put nothing out of your pocket. A matter of fact, it gave you a profit. That's cash flow positive. If your cash, if at the end of the year you put your money in to support the loan or the strata or the council or all of the above, and it brought in you put in money on top of the rent then that's cash flow negative. So, you know, you make a profit, it's cash flow um, positive. You, you have to put money out of your hard-earned money out of your own pocket. That's negative gearing. But fortunately, our friends in government will help you a little bit with your tax. Well, I was just thinking, Mark, from what we said yesterday when we were talking about equity and pulling it out, negative gearing plays a big factor on, you know, we're using the example, and Todd, you were listening yesterday, Jeff, um, where this is where really you need that financial advice because you've got your family home, you buy the second property. We used an example that you had 600 grand of equity. You're buying an investment property. Now, in theory, you could use of releasable equity. Yes, you could use all of that 600 grand and almost have that have very little debt on that investment. That investment is the tax deduction. So you almost want to gear that up as much, well, in most cases, Obviously, it's not financial advice, but what we see is in most cases, people will gear that investment up so it is negatively geared. So they will use as little tax, as little releasable deposit, as releasable equity from their home to buy that investment so it is geared and potentially is at a loss. So you can see where it starts getting complex and you start moving figures around and where you can shape it as well. Yep. So using that Randwick unit that we've been using as an example today, uh, if you had 500000 and you are going in cash and you are going to buy Randwick as an investment, would you put in your 500 cash and borrow 500 No. Correct. Michael's got a question. Do you guys organise depreciation schedules for all landlords? We, um, we've got Marty Sadler. He's a legend. He does a great depreciation schedule. I did it with a, a lot of landlords and buyers from the building across the road. I reckon depreciation is a great topic. I didn't realize until I had a uh, coffee with him. It's basically a building up to 40 years, there is a depreciation on that property. So 
you may borrow a property that's 10 years old, you can still uh, depreciate for about well, 30 years of that value of it. Obviously, it's scaling oh. down. It's some big figures that you can depreciate. So uh, I th- a lot of a lot of these depreciation companies say that if they don't pay for themselves the first year, um, that they will give you money back. That's yeah. how confident they are that you will you will make money tax wise because of that depreciation schedule. If you have debt or no debt on the property, it is irrelevant. It is depreciable. It's a depreciable asset. I'll tag um, Marty in this, and if anyone needs, he's phenomenal with the, uh, what he can turn around in the turnaround, turnaround time. We do offer it for all landlords. I think it needs. I think we need to talk about it. I think more people need to do it. It's it's huge, and once again, it just goes to helping you with your tax. At the end of the day, what did um who quoted it? Todd did. Um, if you don't reduce your tax, you're a bloody idiot. Quote from Kerry Packer. So true. <laughs> so if, if anyone if anyone wants to watch a brilliant piece of Australian business history, Google uh, Kerry Packer Port Tax. Uh, he does a uh, sorry YouTube Kerry Packer Court Tax, and there is a beautiful piece of uh, Kerry Packer giving it to the Australian government about his rights of reducing tax. That's, I that's might exactly Google it now that. and put a link in there. Was it Kerry Packer? Uh, uh, reduce tax. Reduce tax. Reduce yeah. tax. I'll put that. Yeah, I'll, check, um, check I had two minutes. Brilliant billionaire. Okay. I'll put that uh, in there. For I think it's probably one of the best clips I've seen on YouTube. And Todd, thanks for reminding us on that. It is, um, yeah, it's, it's a cracker. It's a cracker. There's a six minute one. I reckon it's worth watching the full one. So I'll put that in there for everyone. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Mark? Are we going to put our, our outgoing song on? <laughs> it's outgoing song and it is a bloody beautiful day and I uh, hope everyone's healthy and happy, huh? Beautiful. I think tomorrow we had another topic recommended to us um, that we'll be doing. What was that? Super. Hurting in the super. I think we'll touch on that. So... Touch uh, on that. And, and don't forget, guys, um, all this is uh, podcasted. So uh, if you want to share the podcast or this with friends or family, um, that's what we're here for, to help um, share it. And we, we survive on those shares. So like shares and and uh, and that sort of stuff is, is really important to us because believe it or not, uh, it's an enormous amount of work for us. And uh, we, we just scratch our heads sometimes and think, I'll be yeah. crazy. <laughs> But oh, we, it is. It. We, we do a lot of people, you know, patting us on the back. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we love sharing the knowledge. No one else, like, it's hard for it out there. Property such a big part of everyone's life and our culture. So, happy. Alrighty, guys, we'll see you tomorrow morning. See you, man.